When did you launch Smooth Pops anyway? So how I started Smooth Pops when it was just me making it for myself and my son and I was kind of testing the idea of like, can this be a business? Do mm -hmm. other people even want this? And I took my son in a stroller in one hand and I had <laughs> my little red cooler. Your other baby. My other baby <laughs> dragging and I was like in the park. I literally sold out within that first day. Advent Fit is a podcast that has a holistic approach to physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. In each episode, we share productive ways to live a healthier and happier lifestyle. Unlike other podcasts in this space, Advent Fit gives you a comprehensive approach to fitness without the fluff for the everyday Christian. Hey, Movitsa. Welcome to uh, Advent Fit. Okay. We have a guest person in our podcast today, which is really cool. And you have a really awesome product. I will describe it since we don't physically have it here. <laughs> but my product is Smooth Pops. It's all natural, fresh mm. fruit, and it's blended like a smoothie in the old school freezer pop forms. Awesome. I like that. I like that. I came across your product when I was uh, walking down the streets of Manhattan, working in Bryant Park, and I came across your thing. And I was thinking to myself, man, I've been eating a lot of like junk, and I wanted something that was raw. And I walked past your, your booth, and I saw all these bubbles and <laughs> and all this colorfulness yes. and i saw smooth pop there and you assured me it was raw raw ice pops yeah right so so what is smooth pop how did you get the name for smooth pop um well it's it's exactly what it sounds like it's mm -hmm. a fresh fruit smoothie so it's whole fruits and we use the fresh whole fruit so it is the raw version of every fruit we don't use the concentrates we don't use pasteurized juices it's literally whole fresh ingredients and we blend it like a smoothie so you have all the fibers all the natural vitamins and nutrition that and the minerals that are inherently in the fruit and you get it in the smooth pop that so sounds great a smoothie and a pop literally. it's raw vegan approved that's raw right vegan approved. <laughs> yes those people who watch our podcast they know that i'm into the raw food diet there you go and so i was excited that hey i didn't have to break a raw diet just because i was in manhattan for the day yeah. i didn't have to use a cheat day mm. i was able to enjoy what you had going on over there yeah so um what inspired me was my son who's All right, let's bring hanging, him in. hanging out the side here rock you want to come and say hi that's all uh, right. Uh, <laughs> well, he was the inspiration. Awesome. Um, and the genesis came from, I was obsessed with flavor ice pops when I was a kid all the way through adulthood. If I had like a sugar craving, I would just always have them in my freezer because they were just that small, perfect size for a snack. And it would just kind of like fill that little craving. Mm -hmm. um, so I always had them into adulthood. And when he was older, when, I, when he was younger, I'm sorry, and he was kind of like doing the bath tea. So those that was like really bad teething times. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just absentmindedly just gave him one. And up until that point, um, my nutritional philosophy started to already change and adjust. Um, one as a mother, just wanting, really focusing on ingredients and what's what are things made of, and so he pretty much had a very wholesome and all natural diet, pretty much till now. Actually, um, I always make things myself, but I was obsessed with flavor ice pops, and so when he was seething, I just gave him one, and I I saw his mouth turn blue, and, light and bulb I was went like, off. my blue light bulb moment yes. because when I saw the mouth turn blue, I was like. 
it just hit me. I was like, I'm so attentive with everything else that he eats. Why didn't I think of that? Mm -hmm. And then I just was like, well, there's got to be something else that's made with like real ingredients. Let me just transition to that. And I didn't find anything. I couldn't find anything made with real whole ingredients. The ones that I did find, they were all like shelf stable. Mm -hmm. They were made with pasteurized juices and concentrates. Even if they were labeled organic, I'm like, but what's the point of organic if it's still made with junk? Yeah, yeah. So that's how I started Smooth Pops. I said, well, I want the same nutrition that I would be making at home, but I want to be able to buy it at the store. So that's how I started Smooth Pops. I said, there's got to be other people who want to have all natural ingredients, whole fruits, and just still want the convenience of it too. So nutrition is really important for us. And we've talked before about like stuff like serving sizes and things like that. What are like the, the serving sizes or, or like how much fruit do you have in your, your products? Yeah. So, um, Smooth Pops, each individual blend has at least half a serving of whole fruit. So you get literally half a serving of your fruits and vegetables that you need for the day. You need at least three, according to uh, the FDA guidelines and stuff for healthy life. And you get half a serving. So with two Smooth Pops, two blue raspberries, you get a full serving. <laughs> six and you're good for the day. You're good for the day. <laughs> Eat the whole pack. Because we, we usually sell six in a pack. Yeah. You, oh, get, you get the... Awesome. So a pack a day. A pack a day. <laughs> keeps the doctor away. There you go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's one of the biggest differences between Smooth Pops and any other brands is mm. that we do use the whole fruit. So it's not the concentrate. We don't use preservatives. We Mm -hmm. don't use any additives, no gums, no stabilizers. It's literally the purest form of raw whole fruit and it's funded like a smoothie and you get all the nutritional benefits. I like that. When did you launch Smooth Pops anyway? So we launched April 2019. So we're like a little over two and a half years Mm -hmm. now. And and you've been uh, pushing hard. Yes. Yeah, that was one of the things that I found very inspirational about you because uh, you hustle. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me a story about how you be in the park. What did you What did you do in the park? So that's how I started Smooth Pops when it was just me making it for myself and my son, and I was kind of testing the idea of like, can this be a business? Do mm-hmm. other people even want this? Mm-hmm. I literally I I made a bunch of Smooth Pops for my that I made for myself, but I made like a bunch uh-huh. and I I bought a used red cooler from Let Go <laughs> and I took my son in a stroller in one hand and I had my little red oh, cooler. Wow. Your other baby. My other baby <laughs> dragging and I was like in the park. I went to the my local park and I, my, I remember the first time that I went to up to a parent and I was like, hi, I, I make these fresh fruit smoothie ice pops. Do you want to try one? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know if it was out of pity or anything, but she was like, okay. And then she did buy one for her daughter and then her child ate it immediately. Mm -hmm. And then she said, wait. And then she invited like six more kids Mm -hmm. like immediately. And they all ate one and they ate another. Like Uh I literally sold out within that first day. And I was like, wow. Okay. And then, so she asked, are you going to come back tomorrow? And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I will make some more. Like, okay, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> I started with my son in a stroller, you know, with my red little cooler. And that's why I tell people, and especially budding entrepreneurs, what you see people starting, mm. sometimes that's their day eight 
Mm. You know, and what I look like, I, I look like I'm starting, but this is my day six, yeah. you know, and so when I really started was out of a red cooler. Mm. It, it, there was no fancy packaging. There was no, let me find this government, you know, how do I regulate? It wasn't none yeah. of that. It was just, I wanted to see if this would work. And I went out there and I just started selling from there I, I went to like schools i was competing with mr softy uh-huh. <laughs> i competed with Mr. much softy. healthier than mr softy no, no music. way you had, you had healthier you had the music so i didn't have i didn't have music at the time mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what i would do is so you know mr softy does have that yeah the, the, his their famous we you know kind of song now at first the truck driver didn't have any music mm-hmm. So I would be the one screaming, and you know my energy. Like yeah. when I'm selling smooth pops, I got that pop energy. Yeah. So I was just like, "Hey, you want some smooth pops?" And then I had bright colors. That was always the thing. I was always about bright colors. And then it wasn't until like two weeks into it, Mr. Softy was like half a block away. Then he got closer mm. and closer. <laughs> then he started blasting his oh, music man. because I was taking his customers. <laughs> and there was another little paleta lady uh-huh. who was also she had the bell. So she started ringing it really, really loud. And I was like, smooth pops. Wow. <laughs> so I'm here. So smooth pops, ringing the bell. Right. Going on with the, the truck. Yeah. So you had a real competition going on there. I had a real competition. Mm-hmm. But, but you were holding your own. Exactly. And my my energy competes with nobody. You know, you will not bypass my energy. I trust that. <laughs> and you've come a long way from those days. You official uh, vendor yes. at, at Bryant Park for that season. You're in, in uh, uh, retail stores. You're doing your thing. And... And that's, I find, very inspirational. I know that's inspirational for many people. Yeah, it's it's all about just putting one foot in front of the other and just starting wherever you're at, whatever position. You mentioned a lot about all those unnatural ingredients and stuff like that. Why why is it that, uh, as a mother, why is that something that's a concern for you? Yeah, I mean, as a mother and just even for my own nutrition, it's really... It's a concern and it's so alarming that other big brands get away with so much. Oh yeah. Like they get away with so much with their marketing and their their packaging. You know, they just stick a label natural and the average consumer thinks that it's healthy. Yeah. Like Vital na- water. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like things like that. Like they just put the natural label or they, they tote these zero calories. Like that has nothing to do with nutrition. Yeah. Nutrition is what equals health. And so um, just in my own nutritional journey from adulthood and into motherhood, I just noticed things. And one step that started me as a parent is those Gerber baby foods. Mm -hmm. I remember before I was a parent, like when I was pregnant, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to get those cute little baby (laughs) jars, right? And then so when he started to get into baby foods, I did buy the Gerber baby jars. I bought a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't wait to give it to him. And then... I started looking at him like, okay, this one just says just bananas. Mm-hmm. It literally is just bananas. Yeah. But it has a five-year shelf life. Mm. So why, why does bananas, bananas then? have a, a five-year shelf life yeah. and it looks nothing like bananas, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you taste it and it's like acidic. It's disgusting. And it's like... I mean, eat a lot. Right. And it, it's like, I don't understand how that's possible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, But this is all called natural. So that really was... That what that's what made me think about the packaging, the labeling, and what's real ingredients by the uh, food industry standards versus what's actually real, hmm. um, and what really sets the standard for my product. Like my ingredients are 
all in picture form mm -hmm. and it was intentional because I wanted you to be mm. able to visualize every ingredient because sometimes it'll say all natural organic and then it has yeah mango strawberries and then triglyceride blah 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 yeah <laughs> blah, 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 blah. and I'm like what is that and I spent two hours googling mm -hmm. shopping and I don't want to do that I want to be able to just see and recognize and I know what that tastes like I know what that ingredient is and that's our nutritional standard our snack promise which is to make it Simple, nutritious, all natural, convenient, and a solution for your family. Nice, nice. So how do you market your product? Well, we market our products on social media. We also market our product to our retailers. So we have over 30 retailers that we sell to throughout the tri-state area in New York. And we do in-store demos. We do brand activations like where in -store we In-store demos? Like what, what is that? So an in-store demo is when you're in the grocery store mm -hmm. and then you give out free samples so okay. people can try oh, and taste samples. the product. Yeah. yeah. So those are in-store demos. And then we also do brand activation events, which are things like the Bryant Park pop shop we had. So mm -hmm. that was like a, a seasonal pop shop where we pretty much had a retail experience mm -hmm. at Bryant Park. That's awesome. Like I said, I met you at Bryant Park mm -hmm. at your uh, uh, pop shop, yeah. pop-up shop and but you have your product in stores yes. how did you get it into those stores so to get into the stores i started with my local grocery store the store that i shopped at every week and i just really partnered with the store managers there and even from concept stage like this is when i was thinking of like why isn't there something like this mm -hmm. and i just went before I even had a physical product, when I was just really making it at home and making it just for my family and asking, you know, well, how would I go about this? How could I get it, this into the store? And I really worked close with the store manager that was at my local grocery store. And that's the first store that I got into. Oh, that's awesome. So you just started uh, uh, locally and then started branching out and branching out. Actually, one of the things that I'm really passionate about specifically with Smooth Pops and in terms of you kind of asked about how do we market Smooth Pops, mm -hmm. but I, I want to elaborate in terms of how we market and brand Smooth Pops. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about is expanding um, who the typical organic customer is, mm -hmm. you know? And so the organic industry can very, be very exclusive mm -hmm. because they have this very standardized packaging of pastels, light colors. Oh, it looks boring. It looks boring. Yeah. Um, the, the craft packaging, the brown, the green, mm -hmm. you know, so, and they target a certain type of consumer, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say they're ideal, you know, and, and I am generalizing, but it, it is kind of typical. Their ideal c consumer is like that soul cycle, Lululemon yeah, mom, yeah, right? Yeah. And that is the typical organic customer. Mm -hmm. And I want to break that. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to do with Smooth Pops, which is why we use such vibrant colors. We use a lot of music and try mm -hmm. to bring, make it more fun and relevant for all ages. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for kids, it's for adults, it's for someone 99 years old. And I want to make it fun and relevant for everybody. It's not for that Lululemon mom, it's yeah. for, or for the, them too, for them too. It's but for everybody. It's inclusive. Yeah. That's the point. It's inclusive. It's for my five-year-old son, yeah. Rock. It's for guys like you, mm -hmm. you know, who are who are just conscious about their nutrition. It's for people like me who, you know, I, I do like the organic products. It's people mm -hmm. like my family who would not walk anywhere near an organic aisle, mm -hmm. but would gravitate towards that. And so it's like, but they're also getting good nutrition, yeah. 
right? So it's not off-putting for people who maybe wouldn't like organic. Mm. It's inclusive. And so that is one of the things that I'm really passionate about is being an inclusive brand that really just includes everyone in, in nutrition. That sounds really good. Uh, what flavors do you have for the product? So we have five blends. Mm-hmm. We call them blends because there's no flavoring in them. It's a blend of whole fruit. Okay. So I all like of them that. are different blends. blends. We have watermelon strawberry blends, mm-hmm. pineapple peach, blue raspberry, mango, and lemon limeade, which is our family recipe lemonade. Oh, wow. Okay. So I have my official ranking. I tried all the flavors. Yeah, yes. And, uh, <laughs> but, but I only have four because I think one of them... One of them I was allergic to, right? You're allergic to pineapple? Yeah, yeah. One oh, of them was your. You said one of them was pineapple, right? Yes, yes. So I'm allergic to pineapple. Uh, when I eat pineapple, my tongue starts to bleed, mm-hmm. and so oh, wow. I didn't. I didn't. Extreme. Yeah, I didn't realize I was allergic to pineapple yeah, until your tongue started. Bleeding. I always thought that pineapple, when you bit into it, was red. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I was like, oh, this is uh, interesting. And then somebody realized that that it's my, not supposed you to didn't, You didn't cut the pineapple before you before you bit into it. This That's is, why I've I've had it many many times, mm. and it's always been red. Uh, and is it a painful experience? It is painful. It is painful. And you just thought that it just was didn't part click of the in pineapple my head. experience. <laughs> Yeah, just so you know. So uh, until somebody saw that my pine had red all over the the my pineapples, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Okay. And apparently, my tongue bleeds when I eat pineapple. Wow. So I wasn't gonna risk, especially since it was all natural. Yes. There. So this is my official ranking. Okay. Of this yes. I'm gonna go in order from awesome to great. Okay. Awesome. Great is great is better. For okay. Me. Great okay. is better than awesome. It it always yes. Interesting. Yes. That's how I grade movies. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, all of them are good. So at at the the lowest rung, which is still awesome, right. is mango. Okay. I know that the people that know I'm Jamaican. I know I'm I'm offending a lot of Jamaicans <laughs> and Filipinos. I'm half Filipino, half Caribbean, Jamaican. Yes. I know they're offended by the fact that the I put islands. mango there. But after, above mango, I put lemon lime. Mm. Okay. And above lemon lime, uh, these are close, but I had to try it again to tie break it. Mm-hmm. Watermelon strawberry. Okay. Was above that, which is which strawberry is normally my favorite fruit, but but there was one flavor that beat it completely. Mm. It was like head and shoulders, like it, this was the number one. It was the uh, blue raspberry. Mm. Yeah. That was my favorite out of uh, your list of smooth pops. I know you told me you had a favorite, which was. So I don't I don't have a favorite. That's like picking a I favorite know. child. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I do have favorites by the mood, but I do one of the things that I I would gravitate more towards whether I'm in the mood or not would be watermelon strawberry. Yeah, I was I was testing you because I know the last time you said that you did that you did, you couldn't choose. Yeah, I don't uh, one choose of your my child my my children blends. <laughs> so what's the most popular flavor or most popular blend, not flavor? Um, I would say the the. His bottom three are are the top three uh, most gravitated oh, wow. towards blends. Oh, wow. I'm just different. That's why. <laughs> I, have more, real different. I have a more fine palette. But the thing, the thing about blue raspberry, it's a dark, deep blend. So mm. that was an intentional blend that I created because everywhere I've seen blue raspberry, it's that neon color. Mm. And I said, there's no such thing. There's no such fruit. So mm-hmm. what would real blue raspberry taste like? Mm-hmm. And you can attest, like, it, it has that similar t- flavor of blue raspberry mm-hmm. because they take i guess the flavoring from that when they make the artificials but it's a, such a deep dark purple i think that off puts people if they're not because they're used to seeing that neon yeah. color 
But once people do try blue raspberry, if they're a fan, they're a loyal blue raspberry mm. fan. I guess that's what I am. I'm blue. I'm You're a blue raspberry. raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Well, all this talk is just, has been getting me uh, hungry. My mouth has just been watering the whole time. <laughs> but but there's another side to it, which we kind of touched a little bit already, which is the entrepreneurial side. And I know that's like a big uh, part of you. And I know some of our listeners are people that are really into health, but want to be able to take it from more than just a hobby, but -hmm. take it into a next level. So how can other aspiring entrepreneurs use health to start a business? I think number one, finding solutions that work for you first, Mm. because if it works for you or if you have a problem that you don't find the solution for, there are other people who also have that problem Mm -hmm. and are also looking for that solution so starting with that and so for me it was I couldn't find something that I love to eat myself and I didn't want to tell my son no because if I'm eating it then he should be able to eat it right so I said well then let's make a version that we both can enjoy so that was the solution so start with uh, finding what the problem is for you what you you feel that there is a lack in the market something that you can't find something that you feel there's a a gap nutritionally for you and mm-hmm. then creating the solution for it because if it's a solution for you it'll be a solution for other people too or if it's a problem for you then i'm sure other people will have similar problems and they'd be looking for a solution that maybe you can provide i like that i like the fact that you mentioned about figuring out what are things that you can relate to or problems that that you would want to find an answer for and then taking it to that that next level i like that so you were telling us about another awesome thing that you're putting together yeah, so I'm actually uh, launching a podcast, and um, it's the concept and the the genesis of the podcast is really because I noticed that in CPG there aren't a lot of minority. CPG, what is that? So that's consumer packaged goods, mm-hmm. and it's anything that you walk down the aisles that you rip open in a package, whether mm. it's food or um, it could be uh, other products that are like skincare, mm. body care, just even detergent, these are all CPG products. And if you walk down the aisle, especially in major retailers, you don't find a lot of minority-owned brands. Mm. You know, you'll find them in the specialty aisle or the ethnic aisle or the artisanal aisle, but you don't really find them in large brands. Um, There are a few, and the concept is to interview CPG founders who are people of color, Mm-hmm. and really talk about their journey journey from you know some of the challenges they had to overcome as a minority founder and getting into large brands how do they get their product to scale and how they can maybe show the path for other minority brands and founders to kind of do the same awesome wow. i might be a guest on your podcast one time because i'm trying to start my own business I'm trying to start a body cream business. Oh, there you yes. go. Yeah. So with your aunt, right? With my aunt, yes. That's aunt. wonderful. So the idea would be to interview maybe someone who has already launched and scaled a successful maybe body care brand, but then it's so also So in other words, <laughs> no, you're not gonna be in the no, but, but, You're not successful. <laughs> but here's here's where here's where 
You'll be you'll be a listener, Jeff. <laughs> but the what the great thing that will be about it is that we'll have an experienced founder mm-hmm. that has gone through the scale process, but then also have a budding entrepreneur mm-hmm. and being able to ask questions. So kind of like a, a caller in. So if we if you know ahead of time that this founder will be there, maybe you have a few questions mm-hmm. that would help you on your journey and we can ask those on the podcast. So that's kind of, I want to be able to bridge those two gaps of someone who's already done there, been mm. there and already scaled and who has the experience in all aspects of the CPG world and being able to lend that advice for the up and coming. Oh, that's a really fascinating concept and idea to uh, provide that service for people. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's something that I found that was challenging myself, mm-hmm. you know, being a, a minority founder myself, I'm a mom, I'm a single parent, so there really isn't that many, if any, other founders that really look like me yeah. that I see mm-hmm. and can find a path to even just replicate, mm-hmm. you know, and so I want to be able to search them out if they are out there when they are because they are there there are uh, minority founders but they're just not i feel as toted Mm -hmm. as our counterparts and you're giving them a a space a a platform exactly a platform to show that hey it has been done it can be done and this is how we can do it i like that and you're leading by example by starting your own brand uh smooth pops yes so if somebody wants to get and try smooth pop and become also a blue raspberry person like a myself. A blue raspberry fan. A, a blue raspberry popper. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, how do they find it? Well, you can find it at um, our list of retailers. That's on our website, smoothpops.com. Okay. You can also order it on smoothpops.com and get it delivered straight to your door. Oh, awesome. perfect. Yes. And, so um, smooth pops, plural. Plural, because we've got multiple blends. Okay. Um, so smoothpops.com is the best place to find out where you can buy it, whether it's in person um, at a retailer or order it online. Once again, you're getting me really hungry up in here and I just want to get a smooth pop right now. And so if you also feel like me and you want to be a blue raspberry popper, then go to (laughs) smoothpops.com and you can find out about that. In fact, if you go there and you mention Advent Fit, We'll give you more information in the description. Then you can actually get a special offer on it. So you want to act quickly on that special offer. Yes. And in the meantime, you can go to adamfit.org and you can check out the rest of our podcast. If you want to follow our social media accounts, go to waynejamel.com. For Movitza, you can find it at Smooth Pops. Yes. And then for you, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Woke. That's W-H-O-K-E. And until next time, I'm Wayne Jamel. And I'm CJ White. And the C is for check. Check out Smooth Pops. And we'll see you next week, folks.